Hey everyone, I just wanted to do a uh, quick, hopefully quick, little update for everyone. Um, rapid fire, if you will. A lot's happened since my last update. Um, I don't. I don't even. I don't even remember the the order of events necessarily. So if I bounce around a lot here, I apologize. Um, but since we last did an update i um did get out of the house we did move out um not without major stress i think it was about a week before we were out of the house when i last spoke and there was a lot of back and forth and i was going out of town for work um the days of the last week of me having the home were were was very difficult um I was trying to speak through my lawyer, to her lawyer, to get the dates of things figured out. Um, they started coming on to um, very aggressively with wanting to um, do this or that, um, with with winning when they wanted to be there and everything else. Um, I I think. When I left my, I, I had my kids on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday until Saturday afternoon. Um, and then on Saturday afternoon, um, my plan was to move everything out. Um, the remainder of everything. Um, and then have the house ready for them. Um to get their stuff out. So I wanted Saturday, Sunday, and then they could have the house Sunday, Monday, um, and then they could go through whatever. I just didn't want her to go into the house when I still had things there. Um, honestly afraid that she might take some of the things that were mine, as she has done before. Um, there was even a time when I accidentally left my backpack there before we really set boundaries with, um, or even I had visitation because I didn't even have visitation at my home um, for the first few months um, when I when we separated so um, at that point I remember I mean it was it was I mean, it was more than a few months it was a while it was a while that I was going back and forth and she just wouldn't allow them to my house but um, yeah she took she took uh, beard oil that my partner made me out of my backpack when I accidentally left it there for literally five minutes. And then I realized, oh shoot, I left my backpack there. And I turned around, went back, grabbed my backpack and left. And my beard oil was missing. Um, and my, a, a notebook that I had was missing. And then she wrote a post on social media about it. Kind of vague, but pretty um, descriptive in the, in the, in the terms that she knew that I had a notebook and that I had been seeing someone. Um, and the beard oil was clearly meant for me because it said like Phil's oil and it had like a little love message on it. Um, so it was just uh, something I didn't want her in the house, you know. And, and so her lawyer's like, well, she deserves rights to the house. She deserves to be in there. Um, they have a walkthrough coming up. She wants to be there for the walkthrough when the new homeowners come in, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so we were like, okay, that's fine. She can have access to the house. 
Um, so, you know, we, we want Saturday, Sunday to get our stuff out. Um, and then things got changed and then it was like, you know, Saturday rolls around and her, her mom's like, um, well saying Sunday, she's like, I, I can be there Sunday and all this stuff. And it's just like, no, we're going through lawyers. And like her mom is so deeply involved in this. Um, but I don't, I don't have a lot of, <laughs> I have too much story and not enough time. I feel like on these podcasts sometimes, um, but basically, um, long story short, I gave a list of dates. They weren't honored. Um, dates got messed up Saturday. I had to rent a U-Haul. I spent 25 hours moving on that Saturday when I moved out. Um, and then the Sunday, um, they wanted to be there. So I, um, basically had everything out Saturday after literally waking up at 5 a.m. with my kids and started packing everything with my kids, dropped my kids off, came back, continued packing, well, went and got the U-Haul, and then continued packing and going and organizing and trying to see what I should keep, what I give to her. So it's not like I'm just packing and tossing stuff. I'm going through every single box and every single item trying to, you know, think, is this something that um, I want to keep because technically anything that was in the house in the basement, um, she already had her chance to, to claim and she had months to do so before she moved out. So realistically, it was kind of up to me what I decided. Um, then her mother's like, I want the coffee table. I want this game board. There's all these little things that she was fighting over. And I got to a point where I was just like, fuck it. She can have it all. Um, there were things I wanted to keep and I bantered back and forth with her for, you know, a good week or so. Um, and I just said, screw it. It just gave, gave it all, you know, I didn't have to, I mean, there's a lot more to the story. That's a lot more in depth on that, um, on the reasoning behind it, but it's getting to a point where it's like, I don't want to, I don't want these things to have to go through my lawyer for little things. I'm going to fight over a coffee table that was probably, you know, $200 that I'm going to end up spending 400, 600, 800 a thousand in lawyer fees. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. So I just said, screw this, you know, you can have it all. So I threw, I took everything. I threw everything in the garage to get the house cleared up. I cleaned the house as much as I could, but I mean, I literally went from 5am to 6am the next day, nonstop. Um, my partner's son helped me move the big stuff and anything else after that was pretty much all me. Um, which was really difficult. Sunday rolls around, um, my neighbor across the street had texts me and says, um, Hey, your, your ex's mom is over there with a pickup truck. I'm like, there's no flatbed. Like, cause I had a shit ton of things. Like 80% of the house was in the garage at that point, packed up in boxes to the brim. Um, and he was like, no, she just has a pickup truck. They came and got like two loads of things I think they went back and forth twice and then she texted me I think she was there for a total of like two hours and then texted me and said um okay we got every everything on the left side of the garage we're gonna come and get everything on the right side of the garage is for you to do whatever you want with and it's like um ah uh, okay so then you know um 
I went over there that night and I looked and realized that like, I mean, all the things she was fighting over the coffee table, the game board, these, there's, there's a few things in there. I can't think of it right now, but, um, the things that she was claiming she wanted, she just left. So all the, all this bantering and fighting. And then I was finally like, um, fuck it, take it. I don't care. And then she left it anyway. It's like, seriously. Um, so then I had to figure out how to get rid of it or, get it to the other place because I didn't have a U-Haul anymore. So um, Monday, I, I ended up working on Sunday, um, doing a bunch of stuff. Um, and they wanted to get it to the house by like Monday, Tuesday. Um, and the house was already able to get to be gotten into. It changed the locks <clears throat> back to a key that they would have. Um, and then that day rolls around. Um, and well, that, that Sunday rolls around and she was only there for a couple hours. Then I went there and started packing up the rest of it, tossing the rest of it. And I was there until about 3 AM that day too. I don't remember what time I got there, but I think all in all, um, I ended up, you know, working almost 40 hours in like a two day period. It seemed like, you know, I mean, maybe less than that, but I mean, it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, cause I didn't get home until 6am and then, you know, I got the text message at like 1pm that she was done. And so then I went over there, um, just, just wild stuff. And then I had to clean, um, also that night. And then I got, they did their walkthrough and then the, the tricky thing with the walkthrough is, you know, my ex went, her mom went, and then I get an email from the lawyer saying, okay, we did the walkthrough. Um, the new homeowners don't want the paint. The new homeowners, like I put paint in the basement because they were the same matching paints for the different rooms. I thought it would be courteous to leave them. There was a sump pump down there that, I don't know if you're familiar with sump pumps, but pumps um, drain from the floor in, in some areas. So there's there's a hole in the basement where the pump will take the groundwater out and pump it back out into the yard. Um, and then there's another pump that is for the laundry, uh, sinks that will pump it up and into the, to the main sewage line. Um, <clears throat> and I had that one, so it wasn't the sump pump. It was the other pump that was for the laundry, um, which they don't have it hooked up properly. So if they ever get, you know, every, every four or five years, the town likes to go through and check and make sure that people are pumping their water properly. And, and right now the way it's set up, it's not set up properly and they're going to need a, that pump, which is like $250. The one that I had, um, they didn't want it. They didn't, they were like, they don't want this. They don't want that. They don't want this. So then I had to go back again, Monday night and get rid of more shit. Um, and then they said that the house needed to be cleaned, you know, so I cleaned the stove. I cleaned, the floors, I cleaned all this stuff. And then, you know, I think it was Tuesday, um, they had the place to remove some stuff. And then Wednesday rolls around, um, day before closing at about 9 PM, I get an email from her lawyer saying they went into the house. Um, or no, they said the real estate agent went into the house, which the real estate agent is her mother. Um, the real estate agent went into the house and the real estate agent said that the house wasn't cleaned properly, um, that there's still 
there's the the inside of the stove isn't cleaned properly and the refrigerator isn't cleaned properly and there was dog food in the in the living room closet which i i i do remember when i was packing everything up i didn't clean out the dog food i was like at the very very end i was getting the dog food together and i did spill like four pieces of dog food maybe maybe all right let's be generous here maybe 10 maybe 10 pieces of dog food but they took pictures of the dog food they like like as evidence they took pictures inside the stove they took pictures of all these things and they were like there's no time anymore because the house is closing tomorrow and the new homeowners um, don't want to spend X amount of dollars over the asking price to come into a dirty home. Um, so um, the, new, the, the real estate agent said that they would get a cleaning service for the new homeowners, um, but it would be coming out of your cost, your portion of the, you know. So basically they wanted me, after all the work I did, my ex didn't lift a finger, even during moving all their stuff out. My neighbor told me that my ex was never there. Never. So she didn't lift a finger on any of it. Her mom did all the heavy lifting. Her mom's doing everything for her. Um, and, and it's just really frustrating. Um, then all of a sudden they want me to pay the cleaning fees. So I went back. I was like, no, this is absolutely unacceptable. I did exactly what was told of me, everything. And now last minute, someone's going to go in there and, and not give me the opportunity to even clean again for whatever, like you had all of Tuesday to tell me this, um, all of Wednesday during the day. And now last minute, you're going to tell me that like you need to pay for a cleaning service. Absolutely not. I do not agree to that. Um, I will go there tonight and stay as long as I need to, to get everything clean. And that really sucked because the next day was Thursday. That was closing. I was supposed to have my kids and I was working on getting their beds together and everything else um, at the new place. Um, so Wednesday night, I did not have the opportunity to get anything together for my kids. I was still, I had moved out of the other home, but I needed to move into the new home. And because this other home is taking up so much of my time, I didn't have any ready, anything ready in the new home, um, which was really frustrating. Um, and the other part to that is I couldn't move into the new home. So I was able to move it out. But Wednesday afternoon um, was the time frame for the old tenants to move out of my uh, partner's upstairs apartment so that I could move my stuff in. So I had moved all of my stuff to her basement. Um, waiting for them to move out and they moved out, you know, Wednesday afternoon. So then I could be in there Thursday and Thursday and Wednesday night. So I had just gotten into the apartment, just started to get stuff cleaning. Um, then I was going to bring up stuff from the basement. Um, <clears throat> and all of a sudden it was like, what, you know, like now I can't get the beds together. I can't get the couches together. Like I can't do. And so I ended up going over to the other house to clean. Um, to not incur a cleaning fee, you know, um, and the cleaning fee, um, I get there and, um, my ex's mom's vacuum is there. There's a giant bag of trash, um, like a giant carpenter's bag of, of dirty paper towels and stuff like that. You know, I go into the kitchen, um, I open up the stove to clean it, to get ready to clean it. And I look and it's already cleaned. So I went there, I was there 
15 minutes after this email from their lawyer. So, so they were saying that they needed, they want to pay for a cleaning service to go in there. And the cleaning service had clearly already been there, but it wasn't a cleaning service. It was her mom. It was the real estate agent, not acting as a real estate agent, but acting as the homeowner's mom. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I looked at all the other things that were claiming that needed to be cleaned. They were already cleaned. I took pictures of everything and I was like, clearly, and then I said her name, has been here. Um, clearly, she's already been here. Clearly, she's cleaning and she's wanting me to pay her for her cleaning service. That's her vacuum. That's her bag of trash. A professional cleaning service would not leave their vacuum in the house. They would not leave a bag of trash in the house. I don't know what's going on, but I'm not okay with this. You know, this is ridiculous. And she never responded to me. Like, but when I was on my way over there, I said, I'm on my way over there now. And she goes, yeah, I'm sorry. I know it's really late. It's last minute. Like, hopefully everything works out. And then I get there and I said all that. And she was like, I don't know. Like, she didn't say anything. Once I, like, called her out or her real estate agent out on what's going on, she didn't say anything. Then I get a phone call. <clears throat> I don't remember when it was. I think it was, I think it was Wednesday. might have been Wednesday. The same day that I went over there to clean later on in the day. Um, or else it was Tuesday. <coughs> I don't know. But my neighbor across the street called me and he said, he said, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know, he was confused. He thought it was my ex, but it was my ex's mom was like sitting in her car in front of the house. Um, and his wife, my neighbor's wife came home and she got out of her truck and she looked over and saw my, my, um, ex's mom parked on the side of the road, like in front of our house with her video camera out recording my neighbor. And while she's recording, she's flipping her off with her, with her other hand, <coughs> which, you know, was crazy. Like even for her, that was, that was shocking. Um, so, so basically from there, um, uh, my neighbor was like, you know, should we call the cops on her? You're, you know, your girls, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then I ended up talking and I was like, well, where's your, where's your wife? Is she there? Like, I want to hear the whole story. He's like, yeah, I wasn't there for the whole thing. Like I just called the cops. She just told me call the cops. I called the cops. Like they ended up writing a report, like, you know, about the whole incident and she, you know, my ex's mom was sitting there saying, I'm the real estate agent. I can be here. I can be here. I'm the real estate agent. I'm the real estate agent. They're recording me. They record me all the time. So I'm just recording them back. It's like they don't record them. They have cameras that face our house. And then they give me updates because they know that I feel unsafe with her mom and her. And there have been multiple incidents of her showing up uninvited or stopping by the house without my knowledge. Um, while I'm supposed to be the one taking care of the property. So um, there was just a lot. There was just a lot there. Um, so I guess they filed a report. The cops were just like, I'm not going to do anything about this. Like just, you know, the house is almost sold. So like just, you know, she's not going to be around much. And they were like, well, bullshit. She's not going to be around much. Her friends, apparently I found out her friends are the ones that bought the home. My mother-in-law's work um, co-worker bought the home who she's friends with. So she'll still be around. Um, so there's that. Um, and then, yeah, so that, that, that whole thing unwound. Um, at one point 
I got really bamboozled um, into going to um, meet with her mom months ago. This was months ago. We ended up meeting because she wanted to be repaid for some of the things she had done during the course of the marriage. I didn't feel comfortable with it. I ended up doing it anyway. And when I met her, she um, asked that we put our phones in the other room so it wasn't recorded. She gave me a list that was printed out of how much everything was that she'd spent with no receipts. Um, one of them being a privacy fence that she purchased before I, I, I mean, this is after I'd already moved out. She had a privacy fence on there. Um, I told her no way in hell. Um, she had like the engagement ring from when I first, when we first got married, which I paid her back for, um, with my tax refund, I remember. And there was multiple things on that list that I never agreed to. I never said I would pay back. It was things that her and her daughter had agreements on because all her daughter does is funnel money out of people. Um, she begs for things. She makes your life hell if you don't give it to her, um, and guilts you into feeling like you have to do it. Um, and she did it to her mom all the time. I'm poor. I'm broke. Help me. You know, when she was totally fine, she was totally fine. Um, so there was all these things on this list. I, I didn't know what to do. Um, she threatened me to take me to court and she's like, I'll find receipts for other things. Then I'll take you to court for all kinds of shit. You think this is something I'll, I've got receipts at my house going back. So she was, I mean, you know, I could have called her bluff and I think she was bluffing. Um, but at the same time, like I, I just want this to be done. So I ended up talking her down to $30,000 that would be agreed to be paid back between myself and my ex um, split. So that'd be 15,000 each out of the profit of the home. Um, which right now, as it stands, if the home was to be split 50, 50, we would both make approximately $46,000, <clears> which, you know, at this point, my lawyer fees are racking up. So I might not see any of that. Um, so, um, with that being said, um, now the new thing is when we first bought the home, my credit wasn't good. I had to go through like a family, like a, like a pr private investor. We got linked up with this private investor and her father had come into quite a bit of money. Um, my ex's father, um, he was quite a scumbag. Um, <laughs> he was never around. The only time he shows up is if he has money. His parents have a lot of money. His parents started a pharmaceutical company from the ground up. That's still a really large pharmaceutical company. Um, but he was kind of the black sheep and never actually made anything of his life and kind of was just waiting for them to die. When they died, he made a bunch of money. Um, and he would show up, but his parents were smart enough to know he would burn through all of his inheritance. So they had it set up in like these um, to where he could only take out so much money every, um, like three years, four years, five years, something like that. But he had to go through his accountant to with, withdraw more money when he needed to. Um, so he was like, I'll do anything. I'll do this for you. I'll do that for you. Um, I'll lease a car for you. I'll buy you a car, you know? So he ended up leasing her a car. Then he ran out of money. I ended up getting stuck paying for the car. He ran out of money like six months into the lease and it was a three-year lease. I ended up paying for the car. Um, and I was in not a good financial state at that point at all. 
um, and I was living off credit cards after that happened, um, you know, just to make ends meet sometimes, um, which was really hard. Um, and it was because of him. But when he did have money, <clears throat> he put $20,000, $25,000 down on the home um, to purchase the home. Um, and he just said, oh, don't worry about it. It's, you know, it's for family, like, just, you know, treat my daughter well type shit. Um, now, all of a sudden, after signing this, I was, I was threatened that she would take me to court on her own. And she was like, I'll tell her father to take you to court for the money that she gave, that he gave her as her inheritance. And so... I'm like, great. So now she's going to take me to court. Her, you know, father's going to try to take me to court because, you know, she, you know, so she was threatening me in all these different ways to just basically, you know, ravage me of any finances even further. So now my ex is sitting there doing nothing. And her mom is just attack, 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 threatening all these things. So I say, okay, you know, I talked her down to 30,000. We agreed to that. I stupidly signed it outside of court. Don't ever do that. Um, that was a mistake. Um, now our house is sold. Our money is in escrow. And all of a sudden, guess what? Haven't heard anything about it in months. But now all of a sudden, her dad's claiming that it was an early inheritance. Most people would say, so it was how she chose to spend her money is how she chooses to spend her money. That's what I was saying. That's what I'm saying. That's still, I think, what our argument is going to be is it was a gift. It was never an inheritance. Um, there's no proof that it was an inheritance. Um, there's no documentation. There's nothing I signed. There's nothing um, anywhere that this was a thing. Um, it's just, you know, I gave her mom, got her money, and then this other portion, this $25,000, needs to also be delegated to her and not me. Um so now, you know, now I'm racking my brain saying, all right, well, should I go after her business since I helped start the business? Should I, um, you know, go after her for the, the credit card debt I incurred that I ended up paying off? But, you know, should I go after her for the $300, $350 a month I paid in a car lease for three years that I did not agree to? Um, that was his doing. That was his fault. Um, <laughs> should I... You know, I mean, there's all these different aspects to this now to where I'm like, what, what do I do? Or do I just say, where's the proof? So I did some research and apparently I don't think anybody's ever going to run into this situation. But um, if you have an early inheritance um, for a child, you can only do up to $15,000 a year um, without it having to be listed on your taxes um, and it's taxable income if it's over $15,000. So um, I think that's the direction we're going to go is we're going to request his tax refunds. We're going to request, um, any kind of documentation. I think my, my lawyer has a couple different specifics to, to where these things should be listed out clear. Um, but her father is now saying that he's going to subpoena or he's going to, um, be doing an affidavit. He's wanting to testify in court that, um, he said it was an early inheritance. He told me it was an early inheritance. The lawyers are claiming that I stole paperwork from the home before she could get to it that proved 
that it was an early inheritance, which doesn't exist. And it's just like a blind accusation, like out of left field. Like all of this is out of left field after I signed the paper. So all of this came out of the blue after I agreed to pay back her mom the 30000 So her mom got her 30000 back. And now that she's got that done, and I've already signed saying that I agreed to that, now her dad's coming after me. This was, this was definitely pre-planned. This was plotted out. Um, silence from a narcissist um, usually means they're up to something. You don't know what it is. You don't know what they're plotting. But, um, you know, I mean, don't underestimate them. I mean, there's a part of me that is freaking out about this whole thing. And then there's a part of me that's like, yeah, I don't think the judge wants to hear any of this. I think this is nonsense. I think the judge is going to be really frustrated that it's just getting carried out this way. Um, with no actual proof, it's just her father's claiming these things. Um, but there's no proof that it was an early, the only loophole is for, for it to not be shared income is if it's an early inheritance, um, apparently. So, um, but there's no proof that it is other than their word. Um, so I don't really know what's going to happen at this point, but that's a stress. Um, I do have my boys at the new place, which, um, is, is also its own story in itself, but, um, I'm going to give that a little bit of time to go into an update on what's going on with the boys and integrating with the family, um, the new family and everything else and how we're, um, coping and dealing and everything else. I think that that's important, um, enough of a story on its own to kind of give it a couple more weeks, probably, um, a couple more times being here to really see how we're feeling and see, um, where, where this is going. Cause it, there's been some really good times and then there's been some very stressful times. So hopefully it will go better this week. Um, well not better, but just good. Hopefully it will go good this week. And, and, you know, I know that the X has definitely been kind of amping up a lot of her dialogue on her nightly phone calls with the children, which I'll go over more. Um, but I mean, good news is I'm out of the house. I'm done. Done with that. We're getting closer to the end of this whole chapter of my life. Um, there's a lot of positives to take away from it. Um, I'm just trying to do my best to stay centered. Um, there's good days and bad, <laughs> definitely. Um, but just wanted to give an update to everyone. I appreciate everyone for listening. I hope you have a great day. I'll speak to you soon.